welcome everyone to the first episode of my new podcast. I'm Magali Munoz. I'm the opinion editor here at the State Hornet, and I invited three of my fellow staffers to join me for my very first episode. Will you guys introduce yourselves? Hello, my name is Mercy Sosa. I am the news editor at the State Hornet. Nice to be here and talk to all of you. Hi, everybody. I'm Jordan Parker, and I'm the copy editor at the State Hornet. Hi, everyone. I'm Chrissy Martinez. I am a newsbeat writer for the State Hornet, and thank you for having me. So, y'all know that the anniversary of campus shutting down is coming up next week, which is crazy. It's going to be a year. And I just want to reminisce on those bad old days of the very beginning of this where we thought it was going to just last a little bit. But, you know, here we are a year later. So tell me, where were you guys when you found out we were taking a break from school? What were your like initial reactions to that? I don't exactly remember where I was per se. Um, I was probably like chilling at home or maybe even on campus. But I remember before they announced it, just feeling intense anxiety because we didn't really know what this virus was and we didn't know how long it had been here and the effects it has on your body and how how transmissive it is. So I was definitely very concerned because I was also living with someone at the time who is immunocompromised. And so I was afraid that I would be spreading it to that person and well, really just to everyone around me. So once they announced it, I was very glad and I was very happy. But at the same time, now looking back, it's like I thought we were we were only going to be gone for like a couple of months, maybe, or maybe a couple of weeks. It's very like crazy to look back now. I think the thing that still sticks out to me is I just remember like the governor saying like, oh, only two weeks to bend the curve, and then we could just go back to normal. And I was like, okay, so, like, my roommate left for, like, and he, like, we said goodbye to each other, and he was like, okay, I'll see you in a couple weeks, bro. And, like, a couple weeks went by, and then it's just like, oh, wait, I'm not seeing you till the fall. (laughs) I just remember just getting the news. And at first, you kind of, like, feeling like you're getting a break from school, But then as just the months went on, you just want to go back to the campus so bad. Seriously. I know initially for me, leading up to the announcement, my California politics course, we were having debates on if they would shut down the school or not. I was on the side thinking that Sac State would not make such a big decision to do so. And then when they did, I was in disbelief. I was in shock. I didn't know where I was going to stay, if I was going to have to move back home. My roommate was in a paranoia state and was panicked and she dipped from the apartment that weekend. And I was just really shocked mostly. And honestly, yeah, Jordan, I thought it was going to be like a vacation, a break a little. After a while, as time went on, I realized, wait, this isn't going away and I don't know what to do. Am I just going to stay a prisoner in my room for a whole year or what's going to happen? Yeah, I remember like, oh, same thing. I was like, spring break, two weeks. Like, this is going to be so easy. Like, we, I think the State Hornet had just written like an editorial and I was like, great for you guys. Like, I'm going to, I'm going to rest. I'm going to like be here. I'm going to like do all this. I think it was like Philip Reese. He like sent out an email. He like canceled class. And I was like, hell yeah. Like, thank God. Like, I don't have to go on campus. Like, I can just sleep all day. I ended up at a faculty senate meeting that day 
and they were like we're not going to shut down campus like you guys are still going to be able to come on here go to the well i wrote a story on it and everything and literally within a week they were like yeah no never mind you can't come on campus like stay away like we're closing down everything and i was like wait what the f what happened like are we really like that bad that's when i figured like it's it's a lot worse than i thought it was gonna be like where did you guys think we were gonna be like did you think we were gonna be back on campus or like i don't know really what i was expecting especially when it comes to all the protocol that we have to follow now i wasn't expecting all of that i was more so expecting the financial hardships that people were going to face because even a, being away from work for a week, I know, is very hard on some families. And I, I know some of my family members that were laid off from from their own jobs. So I definitely saw that being a an issue, a long-term issue. I think at the beginning, it was just kind of like, in my head, most of the people my age, like, we haven't lived, like, through an actual pandemic. So I don't even know, like... I didn't even really know like what that was and like what that looked like. And so I think just as like time went on and you just saw like just the implementing of masks in our society and just just over the months you just see like it would get better and then all of a sudden a couple of weeks later it would just be the worst it's ever been. So I just think like it's been like a real like it's all it's been all about like adapting up to this point because you just never know like what the next day is going to look like, let alone like the next month or the next couple weeks. Yeah, and like COVID and the experience with the pandemic, it's been like a roller coaster up and down. I just remember times where stores are running out of toilet paper because people were in panicking mode and people were, you know, buying all the hand sanitizers and there was people in real need who needed that, but people were hoarding these items due to fear. And then you, I feel like people started to be not as serious about it when it came to fall time. I feel like when everything was happening with the Black Lives Matter movement during summer, more people were getting together, more people were outside. And I think when fall came around with all the holidays, everybody wanted to socialize again, everyone was done with it. And I'll be honest, during the time, I was like, wow, I'm so over this. I don't wanna just stay in my room all the time, but you have to think about the greater good and you can't, and this is such an individualistic society. And so when you have to take the community into account, I feel like that's where America disconnects. And so I feel like we have to think about our neighbors and our loved ones and not just ourselves in this situation. Yeah, it's kind of hard to like, like I used like TikTok to like kind of get away from this. But at the same time, I'm also seeing people like on TikTok going out. And then in the comments, it's like, let people live their lives. Like, we're not just going to stop. But I also feel like the people who are like taking it seriously are like the ones more at risk because like they just come in interaction with like one person and that's all it takes so it's like it sucks to see that like our generation as much as like we want like social change and all this stuff we're not even willing to like stop and reflect and be like okay maybe i shouldn't go to that party with 25 other people who also are not stopping from going to other parties with other people it's like it's just very selfish there's no like empathy for people's families who are dying like five like it's been so many people like 
you can't look at the numbers and not say that it's not happening or it's not affecting you. Like it's going to affect you at some point. And until that point, I feel like people aren't going to realize it. You know, I work at a restaurant. So the amount of people who show up and they're like, oh, you hate the mask. Then don't, don't you? And I'm like, it's been a year. If you don't, if you're not already accustomed to it, like, where have you been? Like, get with the times to get with the moment. Like, let's get out of this. People who think that it's going to be over by the summer. I'm like, how? Where? You don't want to get vaccinated. You You don't want to put on a mask. How do you expect to get out of this? Yeah, you really don't want to wear a mask. Just stay home. <laughs> you won't have to wear one at home. Mm-hmm. What do you guys do if you guys see like your friends on social media going out? Sometimes I feel awkward because I'm just like, I like you as a person, but I really don't like your actions right now. I can't, I can't remember who it was, but someone was like, I started unfriending people who like, I just saw, if I saw you go out once, then I, you're just like blocked but I can't remember I'm like that takes a lot of like will because I follow pretty much everyone on my social media is going out and as much as I've been like please stop going out like they're not gonna listen but at the same time like do I separate myself do like I I would have to unfollow everyone essentially because it's pretty much every single person that I follow other than like you guys that like go out all the time but even then like I see journalists who go out and I'm like you were reporting on stories that people who were affected by this, how are you still going out to Tahoe, to Vegas, to wherever it is that you go? Like, how how do you process that? How do you as a person cope with that? Like, I don't understand. So I don't know what to do. Like, it's either like you're, it's falling on deaf ears or... Yeah, and then they post it on social media where everyone else can see it, which, I mean, thank you because then I will make more of an effort to stay away from you, but... <laughs> Also, like, why would you do that? Right? Like, if you're going to go out, at least, like, keep it on the private story or something. Like, just don't post about it because there's just no point. But it does suck. It really does. Have you, like, confronted anyone about it? I have not just because I don't really keep track of other people like that. But it definitely makes me uncomfortable, especially if I know that they live with someone who is very much at risk and... It just makes me very nervous for what's to come and everyone getting vaccinated and when we go back to quote-unquote normal, whatever that is, and we have to be around each other much more and we really have to trust other people around us and honestly, I don't really trust those around me right now. Yeah, I feel like I haven't really seen, I think I've seen more people now than at the beginning I don't know, I'll just go on, like, random social media pages and it's just like, oh, two weeks ago you were in Mexico, like, so cool. (laughs) Like, I mean, I I just, I guess it just depends because there's also, like, you know, those people, like, we follow, like, that maybe necessarily we aren't close to, like, followers of our other followers, so it's just like, I mean, but if it's, like, somebody, like, really close to me, I mean, I don't think I would have trouble calling them out, but I mean, I just really haven't seen anybody close to me do it. Are your, uh, like, family members, like, following the rules? Because I know mine aren't. Yeah, because at the beginning of the pandemic, I went, I actually went home to, like, live with my grandma, who had cancer. So, like, she's, like, really, like, serious about it, like, and her husband is, too. So, I kind of was at a, like, a good safe place for like the whole summer so it was it was a good feeling like knowing like you're with other people like that are taking it like really seriously and my mom she was even worse she lives in socal like there was a good period of like three or four months where 
I would call her every day and ask her, like, have you even just, like, left the house? Like, have you gone, walked outside the door? Because she didn't go grocery shopping for, like, four months. Like, she had everything delivered to the door. Her car battery died, like, because she didn't drive it for so long. So I, I think it's nice, like, knowing, like, that my family took it seriously. Damn. That's, that's commitment to the cause. What about you girls? How are your families? Well, I know for me, because of COVID, my parents got laid off. And so that made me realize that this is real. You know, this is affecting like my actual personal life now, not having benefits and everything. And so like I had to make all my last minute appointments with Kaiser and my dentist and trying to get everything in when I thought I would have benefits till I'm at least 26. I'm only 21. With COVID too, it's like with mental health too, coming in and then just always being at home and in isolation. I don't know, COVID got really real. I mean, sooner than I realized in the moment, it felt like a while, you know, I was enjoying my time, having that little vacation. But then like staying at home for a long time, I realized, wow, this isn't going to change. And that just made me really reflect a lot. But also I feel like for a lot of people, people started to come out online about their experiences with sexual abuse. And I feel like a lot of beautiful things have happened because of it, because we've been able to have more of those you know, intimate times with family and being able to be with my parents more now and that I wouldn't have if I stayed in Sacramento. And they are in the older group, they're in their 60s. And so now I'm more than ever just cherishing every moment with them and trying to be careful whenever I can and only going out in moderation, because I still feel like we should still have that human interaction with people, just limited it as much as you can and be safe and wear your mask and, you know, social distance. My parents both work. My sister has to go to school. So unfortunately, we can't stay as tight knit as we'd love to. But I've had other family members who do not take it seriously at all. I'm of the Latinx community. And I know a lot of people in the Latinx community that do not take it seriously at all. Um, my family's also very religious. So they're like, God will take care of us, you know. <laughs> I had a family member who had to travel, she didn't, or they didn't have to travel internationally, but they decided to do so against the warnings that we gave that person. And I had to give up my room for like a week so that they can quarantine in my room so that they didn't expose uh, the people they lived with. And that just really put into perspective to me the lengths people are willing to go to do what they want and not more so worry about the people that they're affecting around them yeah i feel you mercy like my family like you know family mexicans so they like half of them are like eh like it'll be fine like you know no one in the family has gotten it but then like in december a whole bunch of them got it like maybe 10 or less um and in here like in town we live like a few miles away from each other and i remember like the second their like quarantine was up they were back at like wineries at each other's houses with like immunocompromised people i don't care if they listen to this and get mad but like it it never made sense to me because i was like are you serious like we have all of our moms are immunocompromised like one just even like one interaction and one of us has covid like it's done like it we're not one of them isn't gonna make it so it's just like are you guys so dumb to like 
see this happening you see the numbers you like you know that there are people that have gone through it our own family has gone through it like how can you be so selfish type of a thing but at the same time they're like eh it's like we're not gonna stop like we're gonna live our life and I'm like okay fine now you know like no one took me seriously when I was taking it seriously and then the second I like went around them once they were like oh see look nothing happened to you and I'm like yeah because it's the one time that I saw you in like six months like you know, I've been inside, they're like, well, you go to work, and I'm like, that's not by choice, like, I have to pay my bills, I have to make money somehow, like, unfortunately, yeah, I do, like, have to go to work, I do, I am around people who don't believe in, like, wearing masks, who, like, talk about Governor Newsom every five seconds about recalling him, like, that is the type of town that I live in, and unfortunately, like, seeing the consequences of that, and, like, they don't take it seriously, so it does suck, because, I feel like the environment is also fueling the thoughts that, like, we'll be fine. But really, it's like, no, it's been right in front of your face. And until it really just kind of, like, hits you, nothing's going to change. But I wish it would because they're just so stubborn about it. But it does suck, like, just being around people who don't care and don't acknowledge that this is, like, a serious problem. And if we thought it lasting from August to 2020 and it's now march like if we thought that was the worst like how much longer are we really going to like be in this especially now that texas lifted the masks like requirement and i'm like what are you guys doing like you are setting us back so far out like this is never gonna end if they don't get their shit together but then like they're talking about vaccinations so like are you guys planning on getting the vaccine if it's offered to you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. I just want to pick the best one, really, because there's how many out there? I don't even Three. know. Three. Yeah. So I don't know. I have to do my research, but I really think I would because I just, I want to be protected. I already get other vaccinations so why not this one just like chrissy said like i do want to be well researched on all three of them because like i just don't know like and they're in such like scarce supply obviously i'm not gonna like show up and if it's not the one i was hoping for i'm not gonna like turn around and say like no sorry like (laughs) so i just want to be you know just well researched but yes i am definitely taking i i want to say that i would get it but also like the johnson and johnson one like i don't know how much i trust them I might just take my chances with COVID and like not my chances with a company that put cancer in their baby powder like I don't know like maybe if that one is the one that they're like oh we have this one I'm just gonna be like you know what I'm 21 I'm healthy like I'll just see what happens and if I get offered a different one we'll do that but in any other case where not Johnson and Johnson I would get it I'm trying so hard to get it but I don't know I definitely want to get it, but I kind of have that attitude of, like, if you've eaten McDonald's, don't care about what's in the vaccine, <laughs> because you already put so much toxic chemicals and so much uh, bad stuff in your body already. It's just funny to me how anti-vax some people have been, especially surrounding the COVID vaccine. I understand everyone wants to be cautious, and like Jordan and Chrissy said, like, uh, do their research before they go however I don't know I would just I'm just jumping at this opportunity and I and I want to go get vaccinated and yeah it is kind of weird how many people are like well I don't know like I, I just don't like I want to be cautious and I'm like you go to 
like college bars every weekend and you don't know where those people are like you don't know how often those cups get washed you take drinks straight out of the bottle like really this is not gonna do much for you you're gonna talk about it two in the morning like it's it's not like you'll be fine so <laughs> like like mercy said like you you eat mcdonald's like who how much are you really questioning what's going into your body like if we're able to build up herd immunity with every other vaccine then why do you think that this is not going to work and the people that like pretend they're scientists and doctors and are like oh well this vaccine has this ingredient and this ingredient does this and it's really bad for you it's like did you go to medical school did you do years of research to find out if this actually does anything like no probably went to wikipedia <laughs> went to facebook and saw a graphic that was like this is bad for you and we're like yeah i think the one this like the statistic that makes me the most mad is when there will be a person like on facebook talking about oh, I don't need the vaccine. This disease has a 99% chance of survival, right? Like, that's the most annoying statistic ever because it's so misleading. Like, it's not really 99%, but I just see that so much. Like, I'll go on TikTok to Twitter to Facebook and just be like, 99%, I'll take my chances with this rather than put whatever they put in the vaccine into my arm. And I'm just like, that's so stupid. That's still millions of people. Like, I don't think that that's what they realize. They're like, it's fine. It's only a few. And I'm like, a few? That is like a whole city right there. Like, it, it's kind of ironic because the people that have said, I'll take my chance, those are the people that are on their death, that have been on their deathbed saying, oh, I just didn't know it was this serious. And by that time, it's just too late. And you just didn't take it as seriously as you should have. It's even scary, too, because, like, I've had, I know people who've gotten COVID and they've recovered from it and they continue to go out because they think now they're invincible and that it won't affect them as bad now. And so now it's just like, I'm kind of glad sometimes when people post their out at parties because it makes me know I need to stay away from you. And if I'm going to leave, you know, my little humble abode in my little room, I'm not going to spend my time with you. So I feel like I kind of appreciate when people out themselves. But it's sad. It's just like, you know better. You see what I'm saying. Or if you're a human being with an iPhone or any phone, like, how are you not, you know, taking more precautions? Like you guys were just saying, just being more safe. Yeah. And their main argument is like, well, we wear masks. And I'm like, yeah, but you're also like taking it off to like eat and drink at a place where other people are taking it off to eat and drink. Like, where is the logic in that? Like you're spending $10 on a drink that you could spend five dollars on at the liquor store like it's really not that important to go to bottomless mimosas on a saturday or sunday whatever the fuck it is all it takes is that one sip of that one glass and then you have it that's literally it just taking the mask down once people who pull down their masks when they can't hear you that is like that is just oh my god that is gonna be the death of me they're like huh and they pull it down i'm like it's not the same thing as when you turn down the music because you can't see like that's the equivalent of that but it's also like, don't be up in my face being like, hi, I didn't hear you. Fucking take off the mask. Don't do that. Oh my God. So many people do that to me all the time. Or the people that already walk 
walk around with it under their chin already. I was just like, why even wear it? At the, like at that point, just take it off. Like it's doing no good for you in that position. So why are you doing that? Or they like bring up their shirts to like their nose, and they're like, is this good enough? And I'm like, no, but you could just keep going. Like we're already both infected at this point. Like you're really not doing much. But it sucks seeing like a year go by and people aren't learning it's just getting worse we don't know what's gonna happen like the government isn't helping like biden's just sitting up in the white house not doing shit um where's my stimmy i don't know but (laughs) it's it's getting frustrating like yes it's tiring but also like if you were to just stay inside then this could be over. You could go to the rave that you want to go to. You could have unlimited access to whatever it is that you wanted to do, but instead you're doing the limited access and just going out irresponsibly. So I don't know. This None of this makes sense. And I don't understand the people who don't understand what's going on, but it's frustrating. And I wish they would learn and I wish they would get it. And like they'd wrap it around their heads to understand this is not just like the flu. It's a lot more serious, obviously, with the deaths that we've encountered. So, I mean, we just have to tough it out. We have to be the strong ones, guys. We can't let all this shit get to us. We gotta persist on. Si se puede. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yes, Chrissy. Okay. Well, thank you guys for being on my first episode. I really appreciate you guys coming on. Even if it was a topic like COVID. But thank you so much. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you, Magali. I love to be here. Of course.